Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. It's of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about the urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you again on a Monday evening, 1st of July. Coming at us uh, from Melbourne, Victoria, as always, former Hong Kong representative player and board member Jack Muir. How's it going, mate? Yeah, very good, thanks. Uh, good to hear your voice again. Um, apologies for the... What's that? Gee, people love just the consistency, don't they? They do fire up. Yeah, we're when copying it. When you don't hit the same it's not... You, it's your fault. You were at a kid's birthday, a three-year-old birthday party, I might add, and is there some sort of decorum around birthday parties where if you have a kid's first birthday party, okay, that's a free-for-all, you invite your mates around, come around, all good. Anything after that is not on, in my opinion. It's just a first birthday, Quite. and that's it. Otherwise, it's an internal, family-focused occasion, and you know, maybe an extended couple of people... If, if it means that you can have a few um, Maddie Coopers, Gavin Coopers on the Sunday afternoon. But the third birthday party? little bit well, excessive. Harry, that was basically what it was. But, yeah, I agree with you. Your, your milestone birthday should be one, five, and then probably ten, maybe then 21. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you go one, 18, 21 for milestones. 40. Uh, 40, yes, 50, 60, then it's just a tens, yep. Um, and I yeah, guess then when you just like, then you just try and enjoy as much as you can. Yeah, 100%. Now, it seems by the state of your nostrils, it seems like, did that third party kick on? Nah, nah, just, you know, it's cold down here, but run down. Actually, fuck, I went to a buffet last night. Mm-hmm. So, um, we, wife goes to me. She was a depressing day sport-wise, but we'll get on to that. But my wife goes to me, because we're moving to this new house, she goes, oh, let's go have a pub feed. Wow. I'm like, yes, I'll go have a pub feed. And um, went down to the local pub and make me, they had like a Rumple Tum slash Sequoia 88 slash, what, I don't know what Australia has, maybe Australians could call it, near like, like Sizzler Buffet. Like make Denny's. Me. Denny's. I've never been to Denny's. They used to feed you for free on your birthday. Quite. I thought brick dinners was just breakfast, pancake based. Well, I think it's a twenty-four hour joint that. Um, well, there was one in crime scene and back in NZ. I don't actually know too much about Denny's. I, I think it's kind of like one of those. You walk in there and it's pretty much twenty-four hours a day. You can get anything you want. I don't think it's just pancakes. I think they do. You could go in there and get mutton oh, chops. Shit. Well, it's not. It's not buffet based though. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, so I reckon probably, I mean, it was fucking good at the time, the buffet, but I reckon that's part of my cold lights. The hygiene standards are fuck, fuck all, really, aren't they? It was only 32 bucks each, and they didn't even charge the kids. Like, only. 64 bucks, which, how much you'd, a family meal at a pub, you'd spend 100 bucks anyway. 
32 bucks each. That's pretty... No vendor. That's pretty... Off the charts. Or you can eat seafood. But again, when you buy... It's supposed to be... They, they advertise on the seafood, but then I just end up eating like the crumbed calamari, the um, cabanara, and just... And like the samosas, just the real shit stuff. Oh, you always load up early. It's like being in a wedding where... And I, I am a notable canapé consumer at a wedding. I, I barely have enough to fit in the main meal most times. I will eat canapes, just I will go non-stop. And it's just, you're hungry at that time, you've had a couple of beers, usually on an empty stomach. Often weddings are usually, you know, you're out the night before if you're travelling to a wedding, and then coming in hot with the canapes. And then by the time I get to dinner, I'm like, fuck, I've eaten about 33 of those mini little sausage rolls. I can't go again. The canapes are generally better food, aren't they? They're nicer, they're easier to eat, um, just finger-based. It's the way to go, no doubt about it. But, I mean, rugby league grounds have to sort their fucking food out. Oh, mate, how bad is the last few weeks of... The NRL season's been decimated. I think more than ever, the NRL season has... I don't know, maybe it's really rammed home to me this season, but I just feel like Origin, from a from a taking over the competition standpoint... It's gone even more than ever before. We mentioned this the other day on the show, but this standard of, and even last week, or the week just has been, has all of the players are supposedly there, but I've got no feel for the comp anymore. Like the week the week off and, and origin period, I don't know who's good. I don't know who's in form. You know, the top teams are all losing, apart from the Storm, who are just a fucking anomaly. Um, the, the, the biggest blight on it is that the Roosters and Rabbitohs are losing a lot in the last three or four weeks, and no one else has been able to catch them on the table. It just shows how there's just a, it's a three team comp, and and we can fucking we can dance around at this tier B all we want, but the Raiders fell flat in their face again. They were disgraceful not beating that Eels team up in Darwin after being up sixteen nil. The Broncos, the moment that we tried to put the B grade, they've fallen flat in their face, lost three straight. The Knights. I guess no Ponga, they still got the job done. Manly are kind of hammering around that, but the fourth spot onwards, it ain't going to be a pretty final series. Mate, what, what do you say about that? Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess the Labara mobile rounds do um, cause a bit of anguish for each other. I mean, I've had a fair bit on, so it's been tough to actually sit down and watch the league. Mm. And I've just been really tired, but I did enjoy... Um, I, I Everyone slagged off Rabbitohs Tigers on Thursday night. I actually enjoyed it, and everyone used to, like, I don't know, sometimes it, your mood, um, the person's the watcher's mood sort of um, can really affect how much you enjoy a game. For instance, that game, South West Tigers, I was just really buggered after a long week. I knew Friday was coming up, um, and I just got in there and, and enjoyed I enjoyed the um, the dew on the ball, the, the sort of struggle. I knew it was going to be about 8-6, and I really enjoyed that struggle. But then you get to and then but, you get to Storm Roosters. That was a good game of football too. Yeah, I mean, but it pains me to say though that that Roosters team, that Rooster Storm clash, nowhere near like the the Rooster Storm clash that we had over the um, Easter period. That was like a preliminary final. That yeah, was okay. real yeah. rugby league. This well, Roosters game. Thing- I mean, you got guys like Drew Hutchison or Lachlan Lamb. I mean, you can't take that team serious. That's not the Roosters that we're going to see in September. That is the Storm okay. that we see in September. But that's just, okay. this is, and it going up to Adelaide, um, back to the Tigers, Rabbitohs game. But, but hey, before you move on, I'll just say one thing, and it's a theory that I think I've sh- shared on this uh, this forum before, the, the, the uh, podcast forum, is that I honestly believe 
that rugby league hasn't quite got the um, to the echelons of Rara, the Devils game in New Zealand, because basically rugby league is a game designed to be played in fairly good weather. Mm. Whereas if you watch, like Union is sort of uh, developed for like shitty wet yeah. seven thirty yep. p.m. Friday nights. Whereas league is, it's it's developed for a dry track running. Dry track. Yeah, and, that, and that's why I think Aussie sort of it, the league is just so much. Um, just another level, and that's why I think New Zealanders have so many skills because they, the leagues from New Zealand, have to play in very difficult circumstances. Mm, good point. The Jew was a factor on Thursday night. That's twice this. That's twice this season that we've seen Michael Cheekham produce an amazing game-winning play. What he did that try was that try will be top five, I think, when you look at the season end. Do they do they say the best try in the Daily M Awards? Do they have that as a um, as a category? No, but I think the legal council awards um, will. Yeah, I think we're going to have to go with a little bit more biggest hit of the year, biggest um, the best try of the year, um, biggest grub of the year, um, yeah, most dog move of the year. There's going to have to be a little bit yeah. more, which which we should explore at most, the end of the season. Most underrated off field incident. <laughs> Um, and this this Cheekham, like, is is he is he coming of age or is he just a guy that can produce he's the odd clutch. big moment? But he's, he's a fringe first grader. He's clutch. We don't use the word enough in uh, rugby league compared to some of the American sports, but he's a definition of clutch. He pulls out these amazing moves on like the siren, mate. He's just a. He's probably does he start getting a bit more on his salary when he goes into negotiating with the next club? He's like, well. I, have, I can, I can win a game for you. Situation. Yeah, I think we talked about it last year when we were talking about who, if you're up by, which is going to lead us onto a topic which I'm, I'm dreading, but if you're up by four with two minutes to go, who do you not want the ball in their hand? And and we said a couple of people last year, one was Tyron Peachy, the other one was Tyron Roberts. I think Michael Cheekham is, is elevating to that... Um, that status. I tell you what, Cameron Munster is at the very, very top of that. And Daly Cherry Evans is another guy that I would call him the most clutch player in the NRL. How's that? He just can ice a game. Maybe Maloney. Um, Kronk. I don't think Kronk. Yeah, Kronk is. Yeah, he's one. He's, he's ices games, doesn't he? And I guess but you have to throw see, But then you see players like Mitchell Moses and probably Luke Brooks that are just... Unclutch. Yeah, without a doubt. On to being up by... Picture this situation. I'm going to throw a situation at you, okay? So, real arm wrestle of a game. You're up by four points. You just got a penalty. Four to three to go. Set of six. 40 out. Tackles, head up. Two to go. Kick the ball... And now the opposition have got the ball two minutes, 99 metres out for the try line. What's the odds of losing that game? Fuck all. It depends what team uh, just kicked head that last set of six. And if it's the Warriors, it was almost like, fuck it. It was just inevitable. 95 metres a centre ran, beat three or four guys before he got through the line and they were some of the most weakest 
there was there was nothing on, and I've gone through and watched this. Right, I've rewatched this multiple times on social media, um, and there was just nothing on. Right, it wasn't like a brilliant play or whatever. It was a guy just running up to the line, and I think two guys tried to tackle him real feebly. Just a really weak tackle. Like, I'm talking under 12's weakness. And then they sort of ran into each other after that. So he breaks through. But not as weak as Darius Boyd, though. Not as weak as Darius Boyd. Darius Boyd fell on his back like a cockroach. You know when you get a cockroach that can't turn themselves out? That was... We're going to cover Darius in a bit. And so Naden crosses through the line... And he somehow beats the covering defense. And then I'm like going, where's the fullback? I'm shouting, where the fuck is the fullback? And then he comes into shot. It's Dewey. It's Mount Smart. It's fucking Sunday night at 6 p.m. New Zealand time. And he, you can see Roger just come into the picture. And then he doesn't even like, it's not a big sidestep. It's a gentle swerve. And Roger falls flat on his face. And then this covering defense coming, you go, okay, great. They get him, and they've got yeah. the ball in our line, and they fucking can't reel him, and he scores a try. Like, I honestly think there is a that there is a one there's a less than 1% chance that Penrith win that game, and they fucking won. Oh, shit, yeah, way less than 1%. I mean, one thing, though, is they we did ram up. Like, that, remember that was the fifth tackle. Yeah. So, basically, we Fourth. jammed them. Yeah, we did. We jammed them. 20, and then they just spun it white. It's like, okay, guys, you've jammed them. Now just sit back and spread out. Like they're not. Oh, it was just Watch them knock the ball. Watch them try and throw a stupid pass inside. They didn't even try and do. It wasn't a chip and chase. It wasn't an nah. offload. It was a fucking hit up. Well, like, they did go. They went wide and got a rep. But it was just. No, nah, I've, I've, I've seen enough. To that, but I would say I do like Brent Naden. Yeah. Cool. I, I was fucking, I was, I didn't want to get my hopes up because if we had have won yesterday, it would have been two points out of the eight. I didn't let myself get emotionally attached to that game, but it didn't stop me being completely fucking gutted afterwards. Um, oh, so it was just, it, I have said it before, but it had all the hallmarks of disappointment that game. Like, started off quite well, led for most of the game. Oh, it's just, fuck, it's hard being a Warriors fan. It does just... I mean, we got to extra time, which was quite... That was probably the most unbelievable part of the game. I'll be honest. I don't know how we got extra time, because I fucking turned it off as soon as Naden scored. Did you? I actually got... I actually did too. I did too. I I did too. Um, And then on the toilet reading a text, I was like, what? I think Cribbo said something like, um, wow. Oh, no more Marlow. I'm like, what the fuck? That's, the game was over three What was he saying ago. no to Mel Marlow, though? Who made that break and then did the kick? Oh, I don't know. I, did, that's, I, just, I was like, what is he going about more Marlow? The game was over three minutes ago, and then I had to get back on. I was like, what the fuck? How do we get an extra time? Um, but in saying that, like, we're lucky to even get the extra time. How was Fuzzy 2 as a try? Okay, well, that was the point I was going to make next. As, as much as we blew that game, it was justice and karma that the Warriors didn't win that game because Panthers got dudded more than any team I've seen all season long. And, and and it's not often that you say that if the Warriors are playing a game, there's only one team getting dudded. So it's yeah. actually quite unusual to be watching a team um, on the other side of the Warriors that they are the ones getting dudded like in a huge way. They had two guys getting binned. The second one was, <laughs> I cannot explain it. 
and then David Fussy too. It went upstairs. Now, I tell you what I have noticed, Jared Maxwell, in terms of the video ref, there is no one worse in any sport as a referee, and I'm talking line judges, touch judges, people, even those little ball boys with those fucking piss flap hats at the Australian Open. There's no one worse in the world than Jared Maxwell when he's in the um, TMO box. He fucked it up. Were you watching it live, and did you say, shit, he's put his hand out there? Nah, I didn't see it live because I was fucking three-year-old birthday. Oh, three-year-old birthday party, but fucking hell. What, I mean, it's good to actually lose like that, right? Well, not like that, but fuck. It's crippling for the fans. And the Warriors will drop seven straight now. It's what they do. I'll tell you one thing, Rehari. I don't know if you know many Tigers fans, but they seem to... I don't know if they do have our anguish or not, but they seem to sort of carry on like they get the... They have a similar um, experience supporting their team as us, and I just... Yeah, the Tigers Tigers are in the same mediocrity zone that we are, but the way that they win and lose is very different. And especially in the the Michael Potter, Jason Taylor, Ivan Cleary, um, Michael Maguire era, the post-Sheens era is a very boring, no-frills footy, isn't it? Like the Tigers' sides, which we were blessed with the mid-noughties Sheens era, they were playing fucking rock and roll rugby league. They were playing reggae football. And obviously you had some pretty spectacular players at the height of their career and Robbie Farah, Benji Marshall, etc. But this current iteration of the Tigers, they just... Are they the new Sharks? Are they the grinding football team now that just grind out victories? Because they win ugly every week, don't they? But they don't win every week, though. That's the problem you got. But, I mean, they sort of... They win things that they shouldn't win. Which, as a fan, isn't that all you ask for? You just want your team to compete. We're going to have to and move off do. the Warriors. We're going to, we're going to kill the show. by just we, we, We've got to talk the rest of the round. Dragons over the Cowboys. Not a, not a nice game of football on the eyes. Dragons got to win, but you just those two teams aren't competing um, in the finals, are they? No, nah, it's sad. It really is sad that our, our game... Yeah, the tournament this the comp this year has been a bit fucking. Is this? Uh, have, is, this the worst, is this the worst comp in memory? No, uh, I think. Well, in a way, it's the worst origin in memory because it's just taking everything away from it. But is this just this? Is this comp just? There's nothing. Now it's hard to judge it in the middle rounds. Let's let's maybe give that a four week stay of execution. Let's. You know that everything fires up post-origin, but I just feel like there's a very era of inevitability about this. I'm, I'm hoping that some of the Sharks, Raiders, um, Manly sides really go another gear in the finals. I am sceptical. So, oh, I didn't see Sharks, Doggies, did you? Didn't see um, didn't see much of it, no. That's, that's a, a, that's a huge upset, isn't it? Bad loss. So where's Reese Martin going? Um, over to UK. How is there not a, a how is there not right. a club in the NRL? How is there not a club that could, that wants to, that doesn't need Reese Martin? And and let's just how about we just start with the worst team in the NRL, the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs? What the fuck has Reese Martin done that he can't get a game? He's the best goalkeeper that we have in all of rugby league. So and I mean we've seen some pretty shit players selected that are good goal kickers, right? And go, nah, he's he's got to, he's got to be in there to kick goals. Okay, so that gets you that gets you a starting spot in almost any team for being a great goal kicker. He can actually score tries, he can offload, and he can tackle. 
What am oh, I missing? And he's got oversized shorts. That's about the only weakness. What am I missing, mate? Is he is he a bit mad on the terps or something? Is he a bad trainer? Is the only thing I can I can say because on the field performance hasn't been hasn't been much no, of a problem for him. Good. He's and, and he plays he plays uh, rep football. Yeah. And and insane. Now. It's, it's ridiculous. I'd happily have him with the Warriors. No doubt about it. Um, we're starting to get a battle for the wooden spoon here between the Dogs and the Titans. This one could go. This could, one could be one for the ages. <laughs> Quote, and I've got a beer bit on with Stu Pearce that uh, the Dogs will um, get will finish lower than the Titans. Real good. Um, now, who was the who finished last last year? Uh... Dogs. The Eels. Was it? Yeah. I don't know, mate. They I don't really look after them. The Eels only my... won three games last year. They were fucking shit, weren't they? Wow. They were bad. Jesus. You're shocked by that, aren't you? You're hang on, sorry, fuck. I'm sorry, hang on, I'm looking at round 16. I'm an idiot. I'm fast-forwarding to round 26, round 25. Okay, the Eels were last, that's good. They won six games. Oh, second to last. No, the Manly second to last, Titans third to last, Cowboys. The Dogs finished 12th, they had a late run. They got they got form on that's the back right. of Lachlan Lewis. Can Lachlan Lewis field goal. Where's Lachlan Lewis? Dunno, it's the same question about Dylan Brown, but Dylan Brown came back the other night and they got a win. How good's that? Yeah, jeez. Um, I was thinking about it and the, I had a bit of banter, a lot of banter actually, about how much of what we see and I'm just sort of it's 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 been when you see rip rip footy, right? You see players come from different backgrounds and teams and rugby league's such a team sport. It's hard to stand out and be brilliant on a bad team. You don't there's not many guys at the bottom you know, a couple of clubs that have origin players, right? It's generally the teams, the players that are in form are the players' teams that are in form. Um, and you could say that in one thing, oh, they've got all the good players. But I think as a fair degree of, if your team's going well, you tend to play better and stand out. That's just a, just as a fact in a, in a team sport. Which, and I'm going to ask you this as a, just, a, just an honest, give me an honest answer. Was James Tedesco good at the Tigers, great at the Tigers, Good or great at the Tigers? Or has Tedesco been... He's gone to another level since getting to the Roosters? Or is he just playing in such a better team that he is looking much, much better? Because we saw Tedesco at the Tigers for three or four years. And we get a good look at him. He's not the player that he is right now. Do you think that he just couldn't stand out in a... Um, the team situation was pretty dire that he couldn't stand out? Or he's just much better now? I think, well, the one thing about his time at the Tigers was he was injury-prone. I mean, he yeah. had a couple of, like, season... Season-enders, yeah. Coming back from injury, like, pretty unlucky. But, I mean, you could see he had potential, right? Mm. He had strength, speed, but he just couldn't get his body right. So maybe he's just managed his body well and got into a good sort of strength regime or something. See, I am of the volition that... Some of the Tigers guys say he was brilliant for the Tigers. I don't reckon he was. I think it's a bit of he's improved as a player, 
but it's massive over um, the, the main factor and beneficiary is that playing in a Roosters team, you look a shitload better, don't you? But hey, you've, got, you've got a massive ulterior motive here, Rhi, Harry. You're trying to get to the punchline that Roger Tuivasa is so good because he's in such a shit team. I'm actually, I'm actually not. I'm actually saying that team. That I'm actually trying to get to the point mainly is how good would Cameron Smith be if he was in the Eels over the last five to seven years, ten years? If he was just plugging away a one club man of the Eels, how much is it that he's been in amazing teams? He's he's only ever played for the Storm. The and oh. I, I think he's amazing, right? But can you stand out in a shit team in rugby league? Can you stand out week in Hang week out? This is where, and again, I hate making rugby league parallels with business and shit, but is he a leader? Because leaders are bigger than themselves and can bring a, a group of yeah, players Cameron on. Smith can. It wasn't the actual example I wanted. I was more sort of, it's a generalisation of, if you're in the Storm, Queensland and Australia. You couldn't put Tedesco in uh, the dogs and no. turn them into a top eight contender, but you no. could with Smith. Yeah, you, you, Smith could. But, you know, how much of... How much of Tedesco, I guess that was what I was wondering, how much of Tedesco really is the situation versus the player? And I think it's, he's a fantastic player who is much better now, and that's maybe has to, maybe it's a lot to do with health, as you said, he had two season injuring um, campaigns, but fuck, being in the Roosters helps you at a shitload. Um, well, Politis is a great leader. Yeah, he is. I mean, I guess not everyone. Sometimes when there's a, maybe it's more so in the backs then in the forwards, you've got a lot of other, like Clemmer, uh, sorry, um, Angus Crichton hasn't looked amazing for the um, for the Roosters this year. And he actually looked pretty good for the Rabbitohs last year. But but thinking of picking people out of bad teams, is if you were a, uh, a football manager um, right now, and you had your pick of the Bulldogs, the Titans, and I'm not going to say the Broncos... Bulldogs, Titans, and Warriors for you. Who are the team? Who are the real standouts that you would take out of those bad teams that you think could really take go to another level? Stand out in a good team. I would say out of those teams, I'd say <clears throat> Roger Tuivasa Sheik, obviously. No brainer. Yes. Um, I'd say William Hopewadi. I reckon him in the Roosters uh, system would be fucking good. Interesting. Um, yeah. And then my example from the Titans would probably be. I want to say AJ Brimson, but I've still got question marks over him. So I would, and Brian Kelly, no. I mean, Jay Arrow, we know how good he is. Uh, I think, so. think Jay Arrow is a great example of what he could do in. Well, Jay Arrow played for the Broncos, didn't he? He just never got never got a start. Yeah, like Jared Wallace. Like, they have so many. Did you see that? I mean, the problem with the Titans, did you see that um, photo um, doing the rounds during the weekend? No, what was that? It was basically outside the um, oh, outside Rabeet Stadium, and there was a there was the manly um, uh, paraphernalia van was just lines, <laughs> and there was no one at Titans at a Titans home game. Wow! Do you su- success, success, right? Is it ever gonna get? Is it ever gonna be successful up there, the Gold Coast? Hey, how many years have well, we seen it? <sighs> I, I, I think it can be, but you just need to get a decent coach, like Meninga. Yeah, Who's I think Meninga was pretty lucky that he had Michael Hagen there with him. But again... Three games a year, mate. Oh, no, the Kangaroos, yeah. Does a pretty good job with Kangaroos. He's, a, he's a, Again, he, he's not going to... He's just, he's just your, your figurehead. 
Brennan, fucking hell. I actually had big hopes on him. I'm like, ooh, Penrith liked him, but they fucking let Riddick got rid of him for a reason. How has Brennan oh, still got a job? Surely he goes. Yeah, we'll go at the end of the year, but there's nothing to lose now. But what about Hook? We've got a great coach sitting in the wings. I mean, Sheens probably still has something left in him. Sheens is pretty old. I think Anthony Griffin's pretty good fit for the um, Titans. Yeah, or Jeff. Tooves, no, ah. no. Tooves isn't not getting another gig. Yeah. Hey? Who's your coach of the year? It's a so two. Far. It's a two-man. It's a two-man show for me. When will we get a female head coach? Not in our lifetime. It's a three-man show. Okay, you've got Craig Bellamy. He shouldn't no. get penalised for doing a, a marvellous job with the Storm. He gets him up every year. He should always be in the mix. Every single year, he should be in the mix. But he probably suffers because he just that's just what he does. He gets teams to win minor premierships. The ones, the two, the two are in the contention. Michael Maguire and Des Hasler. And at oh, the moment, for me, it's any day of the week. I think what Des has done with the roster, he does have some superstars. Michael Maguire's got nothing. He's got nothing on yeah. that roster. We're doing a lot. Yeah. Well, nine and six are manly. The Tigers are seven and seven, so not a huge amount. They're only two points behind them on the ladder. But oh, I reckon that's a big amount. I think Des has got his nose ahead. Yes, I agree. But yeah, actually, you've convinced me. Why not just give it to Bellamy every year? Fuck, he's twelve and two. They've lost two games. They've won twenty six points. They've lost two games. <laughs> They're on 20, 26 points. We'd be stoked with that at the end of the season. They're just, uh, they're just what, a, what a club. <laughs> so, you know, you usually, the barometer for making the eight most years is 28 points. So they've, yeah. they've got one more buy, right? So you just say, give them their extra buy because you get two points. So they've effectively qualified for the eight already after, after 14 games. Gee, they're good, aren't they? They're a game record. I think the salary cap scandal of 2010 actually made the club. It actually galvanised them together, made them what they are today. Jesus, this is a stat for you. Their defensive record, points scored against, and I know some teams have played 14, some teams have 15, so just humour me. 169 points scored against. The next best... Is two hundred twenty-two by the Raiders. Jeez, it just that just every point you get against them's hen's teeth, isn't it? Fuck. When do we start? Because I, mean, I think there's a lot of chat around. Okay, the Rabbitohs and Roosters have been killed by Origin. I mean, you've still got the ra- Roosters are still favourites to win the competition. I don't think you can. I don't think any sane man can look at that Roosters team right now, and I know it's in the mix of Origin. Can say that they're going to beat the Storm. Then the Bunnies at six fifty. When do we just say that the Storm should be favourites? Should be out and out favourites? <clears throat> oh, it's not far away. I mean, again, and this I've said this again, and, and all the listeners will remember this. All right, this. mate, don't break the, your neck from sucking your own dick. Okay, but the the value of getting. Um, players that aren't origin eligible, like Avuni Valu or the Brandon Smith or yep. Kenny Bromwich, Jesse yep. Bromwich, it's phenomenal because you can keep winning through the fucking state football period. Mm-hmm. 
isn't it? They've got four Origin players. Yeah, okay, that's good. That's probably about the mix you want, which is probably no other team's got more. Maybe Broncos, right? Uh, Roosters. Oh yeah, Roosters. But yeah, fuck them. When's Luke Carey back? So I think that's when you can start. Luke Carey and getting a full strength. Is Adam Reynolds back? Yeah, he is back now. Um, how did Cody Walker go on Friday, uh, Thursday night? Uh, pretty poorly. He's actually been shit since um, Freddie's lost faith in him. Wow. Isn't that a sad story? Sad state of affairs. And what's, I mean, I don't even care about state football now. I'll probably lose a few listeners. But who's he picked today? Uh, unchanged. Which Clem has been overlooked. So he's picked Saifidi. He's picked Saifidi. Ahead of Clemmer. That's insane. Like, I honestly think, and we said this last week again, but Fittler's lucky. Fittler got made to look a lot better. He made us some huge calls, but a lot of those guys from game two to game one um, played a shitload better that made him look good. I think, you know, he's still going with Wade Graham and Jack Wyden out there. Like, Wade Graham, he played well for half an hour, but... Fuck, if he ends up playing in the halves because of Nathan Kerry's injured, that that I would be worried. Gutho is 18th man. Oh, that's an embarrassment. But you rate him, don't you? I'm, I do not rate. I like him. But is there a more stupid nickname in rugby league than King? Like, that is oh, just that. taking the fucking piss. We're talking about the same nickname that LeBron James has. And Clint Gutherson, his nickname is King. He's like, it's like <laughs> oh, it's just, it is taking the piss. It's uh, used in jest, I'd imagine. Oh, oh. You've got the prince. You've got the two princes. Oh no, the three princes. You've got the Loatian prince, the Maldi prince, oh, and the Gambian prince. Scott prince. The Gambian oh, prince. prince and the Turkish prince, Caesar's palace. Who's that? Caesar's palace. Aiden uh, Caesar. Um, <laughs> there's there's a great parody account. It's a Raiders parody account on Twitter. Called Caesar's Palace. You have to, you have to check it out. It's brilliant. A lot, oh, of, well. lot of Ricky bashing. Um, Jack Whiten, I would say, single-handedly lost the Raiders that game in Darwin. Five fucking errors. He was so bad. He started all right. Did he score a try? Yeah, he, he, he did start all right. Um, how much did New South Wales win by? They're a dollar forty favourites. Wow. I think, but I mean, poor old Queensland have had to call in Christian Welch and Felt. Oh, Felt will do all right at, at the arena, I reckon. He's a big, big lad. Cole Felt's good. What about Glory Norman? Yeah. I don't really rate him, but he's one of those guys. He's, he's clutch, actually. Yeah, he is. Glory Norman is in. Christian Welch, who's a really good player. I actually, now I'm going to suck my own dick myself. Um, called anointed Christian Welsh an origin player two years ago. But fuck, who hasn't? You, if, if you qualify yeah, for Queensland, you're going to make it. Good chance. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried that if I was Broncos fans, some of these, like, Wayne Bennett now coaching the Rabbitohs, who's luring across these mid-season signings, I think when it all's said and done, the Rabbitohs are going to be a really, really strong... Like, they've just got James Robertson... Jaden Sewer, who has probably only played about eight games in 18 months. 
I remember when I first saw him, I thought he was as good as any of those guys, like the young forwards that they have at the Broncos. That's a Joe big signing. And, uh, Tavita. Yeah, that's a big signing. He's a big tool. He's fucking tall, Jaden Sewer, too. So he's rangy and can get those arms free. Look out, Mister. Get some offloads away. Yeah. Um, what about the What about the half year awards? Who's your Dally M right now? Who? No, f- screw the Dally M because it's a stupid, stupid award. Who's your player of the season right now? Um, I'd find it. So you don't not taking state football into account as my um, clause. No. But it'd have to be Cody Walker. Interesting. Interesting. Who's your? Well, I think it started off Luke Carey. He was he was the first six rounds. Then then the belt got passed to Cody Walker, as you say. But I think in the last three weeks, combined yes. with a body of work over the whole competition. And possibly his best season in maybe three or four years. Cam Smith is is just light years ahead of anyone else, isn't he? Wow. I mean, again, it's the Bellamy factor that you just expect that from him. He just goes about, does his job. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you I mean, and, it... and, and you know what? Cam Munster's probably not far behind either. Oh, he's just an absolute. As I said, if you look in the Webster's Dictionary under footballer, you have now. You only care about. I've said. Okay, did we talk about this last week? Yeah, we did. We did. Who do you have next to footballer? I don't yeah. think I named someone. I did say Clint Gutherson is a footballer. <laughs> I said Wade Graham. I think Tyron Peachy's a footballer. Yeah, definitely Scott Hill. Jazz Tafanga. Uh, yeah, a fucking awful one. Um, yeah, what, okay, what else on the daily, uh, okay, your... okay. <clears throat> I'm going to give you this one. I want your top point scorer currently. Latrell Mitchell at 141, Jared Croker 128, Caelan Ponga 116, Mitchell Moses 113, Adam Reynolds 111. I'll take Latrell. I mean, he's not going to miss out any Roosters games, is he? Yeah, and he basically, yeah, he's, that's a good call. Top try scorer. At the moment, you've got on 12, Mike Sivo, then Cody Walker, 11, Ken Mamalo, 10, Latrell, 10, Corey Oates, 10. Why isn't... I'll tell you who's surprisingly not being there is um, Josh Adokar. Josh Adokar. I think I'll go Josh Adokar. But what's he on? Um, hold the phone caller. Just sure he's not on that leaderboard. So he's, he's on 10. Sit- no, he's on 10. Okay, but he is actually sitting up a lot of tries too. Like, he's just... He's definitely the best winger in the game. And then Fuck seconds the surprising ones in the top 10. Dale Copley at seven on nine tries. Ruben Garrick, the sexiest man in rugby league, eight. <clears throat> and Justin O'Neill, eight. Jeez, renaissance here for O'Neill. But I think that is one thing. When you talk about poor clubs, uh, you can shit players can get up the try try leaderboard on uh, shit clubs because they basically just, someone has to score the tries. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. i tell you what, this is a very, very interesting table. Field goal leaders. Adam Reynolds. No. There's a guy that's got four. Corey. 
And Corey's got two. Who's got four? Hang on, hang on. Not Milf. Milf has got three. Who's got four? They're not Mitch. No. James Maloney. Oh, fuck. He loves a kick. Oh, he's just a... He's God, a he's a footballer. No, he's not a footballer because he's going to play a lock. And he can't play. He can't tackle. Yeah, exactly. He's, right. the worst, he's the worst defender in the last 10 years. Consistently in the top one or two for missed tackles. But by God, he's a good offensive player. And he has a great ticker on him. He's a match winner. And yesterday, fuck, he, was, he, he ripped my fucking heart out of his chest yesterday. Is that a great segue to, look, we just touched on it before, Darius and the, 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 well, wow. the, the Broncos question. Like, what is... I, it's, it's sad to see a glamour club like this, to be honest. I don't know why I'm saying that, but how the fuck do you get yourself in this position? It's... Uh, the talent that they had on their books, you know, 12 months ago, I mean, it led us to say, we both univers- unilaterally said that they're going to win the comp this year. Um, the, the talent that they're losing on their books they as well. No lead- they have- you know, we just talked about leaders. They have no leaders. You look at their team. They've all got quite good. They're all quite good footballers. They've got no, like, I mean, if Darius Boyd's your leader and he's trying to tackle like that, you're just not going to fucking follow him anywhere, are you? Yeah, fuck. I mean, I, 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 I thought Matt, Matt Gillett. player, but he's just, he doesn't lead you. I mean, can't Matt Gillett just be one of those quiet, achieving leaders and then you just don't have to play Darius? Darius is there. I mean, they do have a very young and raw side. Pangai Jr., Gillette, who's obviously very experienced. David Favita, Payne Haas. McCulloch. McCulloch. He's got to be your captain, for fuck's but sake. Again, he's not... McCulloch, like a good like first grader, but again, you don't put him in the sort of leadership 13. But look at this, though. Look at... I don't know who... Um, look at this back line. Milford at fullback, Oates... Who is getting to that real hit and miss kind of um, stage? Eh? I mean, he's either really good or absolutely abysmal. Katoni yeah. Staggs, Gerhamat Shibasaki, Richard Kenner, Darius Boyd, and Sean O'Sullivan. Fuck, that's not a good Bronco side. No, and and I mean, fucking hell, like Anthony Seabold, take a fucking look at yourself and you gelled up here because you're destroying a glamour club. They are, at the moment, in 14th place, 5-9. and nine. Well, who they got this week? Go through this week's games. Ooh, it's a oh, sure, absolute it? horrendous a round of, of football, okay? We've got 11 players missing from a 4th of July clash, Thursday night football. The Dragons at Wynn Stadium host the Storm. Oh, God. 11 players. Oh, Storm, get up. They get it done, don't they? Do you know what was good about hosting the show tonight? Is that I didn't go 0 for 2 on a Sunday because I picked the Warriors and the Sharks too. It would have been it would have been documented on the air. So, um, <laughs> Jesus. Sunday is not my day. Now, Friday, we've got the Tigers at Bankwest Stadium. That's a home game for them. So, Tigers why are the Tigers... Why are the Tigers playing at Bank West? Have I missed this? So they don't play at Campbelltown or Leichhardt anymore. What's the story? No, they do, but I just think they, they share them between those three grounds. So 
they share them between three grounds now. Yeah. And I think, to be honest, in the really cold weather, you probably do want to have them at Paris, they are at Wankbest, and then you have um, the warmer warmer um, games you have at Leichhardt or um, Campbelltown. You can't have three fucking home. You can't galvanise a public with three home grounds. Yeah, it's not a bad point. I haven't thought about it that way, actually, but yeah, you do know your league. Do you know that... Yeah, fuck. So they've got the Roosters. Tigers got the Roosters, and they are not favourites. Roosters aren't? The Roosters are $1.50 favourites. The Tigers are two thirty-five. Wow. How are the Tigers not going to win that at Bank West? I suppose Crichton and Mitchell got dropped, right? So, Kerry might be back. I think that that, that, that odds are because Kerry's going to be back. So, is Boyd Corner and Tedesco, are they the only Origin players? Wow. So, maybe maybe that is a reverse. Tigers don't have anyone, do they? No, Moses. Oh, Moses and Boyer, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's get it over with. McDonald Jones Stadium, Saturday, 6th of July, 7.30pm. The Knights host the Warriors. Let's just move on, eh? Jeez, isn't there a vibe in New York at the moment? <laughs> Says every cunt that's ever fucking spent five minutes there. Um, I just I can't, I can't go there. Sharks host, at Points Bet Stadium, host the Broncos. Jeez. He was like, you'd almost say the Glamour Club are going to be that desperate they'll get it done. They can't. They're just losing the origin, guys. Oh, yeah. They shit. are fucked. Because the Sharks don't really... They've got Wade Graham. And that's it. The Sharks... Gee, Matt Moreland's poor play at the moment, though. What did he go like? You, you didn't see the game yesterday, did you? I don't see it, but I've heard some bad accounts. He's a really maligned player, isn't he? People dislike him. and I'm You thinking, love him. I know. I think I'm the only guy on um, with a house on Moylan Island at the moment. I'm the right. only one there. There's no one else I know. I can, I can genuinely say I do not know anyone that rates Matt Moylan. I just think he needs to get healthy. He doesn't have the Has desire, he played, does he? Say it hey? Has he played state football before? before? Yes. Um, Odd. Two, not last year, but maybe the year before. Maybe played game one. Yeah, I think you're right. At before Tedesco was, Tedesco was injured. Okay. He might have played two games, but he, he, he won't play it again. Yeah, it, yeah, he couldn't make the step up to the arena. Mm. Um. Oof. That's an ugly round of NRL football. Here goes the buys. Manly, Gold Coast, Rabbitohs, Bulldogs, Cowboys, Raiders, Panthers, Parramatta. There's something horribly wrong with having four games of football. Well, look on the bright side, mate. The the Barra Mobile rounds are going to be over as of this week, and we're going to be back to, back to the Telstra um, NRL. So 25 rounds now, because they have a round off. That changed last year, didn't it? 
So we've got after yeah. round and 16. It, and it's like it's like our all-star break just goes on for ages. Well, we're, we're well past halfway, Mark, in the comp. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. The, the sooner, I mean, obviously, oh, should we talk? So I think New South Wales just clean them up. They absolutely flogged them. And we've got back-to-back titles for Freddie. He looks like a genius. Let's go down to the TAB and put some money on Queensland then. You heard it from Rio. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't surprise you, um, given origin of folklore. The one thing that gives me real confidence is just Kevin Walters. Um, you know, he, he gives me a lot I know, of confidence. I um, But, yeah, I can't. Kevin's noble. Yeah. Um, What's actually happened to Ponga? What's his physical injury? Uh, don't know. Mental, it, is it? It didn't come across as um, something that was long-term. No. It might be a wrist. Odd. Hmm. Um, anyway, mate, we will do, we're back to Sunday now. Back to Sundays from now on. No more bullshit birthdays for you. And we will chat all things rugby league on Sunday afternoon. you got to love your league.